Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Clowns and Flamish back with another news program show. 30 minutes or less usually is what we try for. I took a long nap this morning, so hopefully I don't fall asleep during this episode. But I have Flamish here to guide me through the topics in case I do. And if you catch us later, his name is Gregory Goivert, the guy with the candy ball. That's right, the guy with the candy ball. So, before I introduce Flemish, who's back from a long hiatus, we have some really quick topics, actually. Very quick topics. Not not super long. But, COD is being sued for stealing a character! Gearbox has been bought! 2K is still gonna publish Borderlands! A fire alarm is going off at Flemish's house! And a cancelled 360 Golden Isle... Golden Eye is in the wild and people are playing it. Twitch is also banning accounts if users made them under the age of 13, going back to years ago, even if they have millions of subs. And the new Amazon CEO says he's not giving up on Amazon Game Studios, even though it's a struggle. GameStop fiasco is being made into a movie and a limited TV series, and the PS5 is sold out as at a loss, but Sony is still posting profits, which makes everybody in Europe happy, like Flemish. So, without further ado, welcome, welcome, Flemish. Welcome to the new show. Hey, the Belgian sensation has arrived. The candy ball is in the background. You don't see it at the moment because it's blurred. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to dive into this news. But um, let's make it quick. I just bought my PlayStation 5. Uh, um, and I wanna, I, w- I want my girlfriend to play some uh, Astro Bot, see how the control feels in her hand and stuff. It's gonna be fun. Great. So let's get this crack lacking. That's right. <laughs> Flamish, don't be, don't be uh, worried about my skills on PGA Golf because I played this game while I was falling asleep. So I hit a couple uh, <laughs> in the sand dunes. Uh, well, I. I don't want to say it was a minus 15 for me, but I did disable the wind, so the wind was calculated into my shots, and at the same time, the um, the timing was off from uh, the swings, so I could swing in the reds, um, in the in the whites. It, it doesn't matter. Like if I overswing, oh. it doesn't go to the left or the right. So. No, we know about your little cheats. No, no, no. This is this is from the other night with Admin and Evil and oh, uh, come on. Midway. That was horrible. You you fell asleep uh, early that night because you're watching Dragon Ball Z, which I hear is a great anime, uh, according to Flemish. So uh, I've never really seen it. Well, I'm anyway, it's a good show, but don't forget, don't forget, Dragon Ball Z is still an anime. It's just a little bit funny. Especially Super. Super is enjoyable. My girlfriend love, loves everything about Super. Okay. Well, I ha- maybe one of these days, when I'm not falling asleep, I will take a look at it. But, so, I mean, the first topic is kind of like uh, an interesting topic because you would never expect mm-hmm. a massive studio like Activision or Call of Duty to be sued for stealing a character. But according to Kotaku, that's exactly what a lawsuit alleges and i'll read off the lawsuit uh flemish and let me know what your thoughts are if you think this will get settled out of court because you know activision has a ton of money so anyway according to the lawsuit the allegations uh are that activision and some partners became aware of a character 
actively work to get into the game uh, prior from a guy named Hogan. Then Activision decided to go ahead and make a character called Mara. Anyway, so they used Hogan's Kade, I hope I say that right, Kade Janus photographs as guides for how to frame their own imaging and photographs. Hired the same talent who has posed for Hogan's Kade Janus photographs. Asked the talent to ask Hogan for the same clothing and gear that she wore when he created the Kade Janus photographs. Hired the same makeup professional who prepared the talent for Hogan's Kade Janus photographs. Directed her to do the talent's makeup exactly as she had for Hogan. Directed her to style the talent's hair exactly as she had for Hogan. Even using the same hairpiece extension. And then photographed and three-dimensionally scanned the talent using Hogan's Kade Janus photographs as a guide. Now, the uh, images on Kotaku look very similar because uh, they are, in fact, the same model, essentially. I, it's hard, you know, being an outside person to say if this is 100% accurate or not, but from the allegations, it sounds like it's pretty legit. Uh, also, it was reported in Torrent Freak, which is where Kotaku got their source. Flemish, you had a chance to look over the article. You had a chance to look at the photographs. What What do you think? Well, apparently they look very similar, like in all the shots I've seen so far, especially the one on the bottom of the article. It's on um, on Kotaku, uh, by the way. Um, do, you, do you put those in the description, Clowns? No, but I can. I can for the guests. Okay, so basically, when the the those shots look so similar, they have like a different color going off of the suit on the the bottom one that I've seen, but it looks so similar that it could be the same same picture. Um, like they could be both from the same guy that made them. Uh, that that's what's going on, and I, I, this is not a coincidence. Uh, like uh, I want to say, like you have GTA Five, where they used somewhat a coincidence with Lindsay Lohan, right? Um, but this is something entirely different. Uh, um, I would say this looks to me as an outsider, something, someone that doesn't know a lot about all the copyright stuff, and uh, I, I don't really deal with that in my, my real life, so. Looking like that, it looks the picture looks exactly the same. Like the hair has a curl around the the nose, like here, and it looks exactly the same on the other picture. It's like almost identical. The hair is in the same style. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on here, but it just looks too great for comfort to not be from the same guy. Yeah, I mean, that's the same way I feel. And I wonder how this is going to go. Activision really does have the money just to pay this guy off and sell him out of court. It'd be interesting. Uh, I think they will. Yeah. I don't I think, think so. they want this on the books. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because if it kept going, I mean, then he would start getting royalties probably from the game. They probably wouldn't want that. So they, they Ooh, might. Oh, he, he, he's going to make millions if that happens. <laughs> I know, right? Especially off the microtransactions. The Activision would stop the microtransactions the minute the lawsuit was won. 
Oh man. They're just make a new game. <laughs> oh yeah. Or just change the character completely. Uh yeah. wow. Crazy stuff, man. Well it's still too late, even if they make a new character. Yeah, I mean damage is done, right? Damage is done. Yep, damage is done. What's up, Punchal? Welcome. Yeah, welcome, Pong. I hope uh, you're having a good day. Uh, I hope you're not working too hard today. Uh, anybody yeah, else who's first, in the stream? You're first and only viewer. It seems. Oh no, four. There's one more. I don't know who it is. It's not in chat. It's not me because I'm, I'm I'm not watching the stream. So whoever it is, thank you for stopping by. We appreciate it. We love you. Yeah. Flemish has his candy bowl back. We love you, no homo. And uh, we have one person in Russia watching as well on Good Game to RU. So shout out to Russia, uh, whoever you are. You always watch us. And it's appreciated. I yes. uh, hope you can understand what we say, but you rock. But, you know, next topic, which I think is really interesting. I did not see this coming. Hey, Mav, what's up, man? Thanks for dropping by. Mavi. You nicknamed him Mavi? Is that your nickname for him now? Yeah, Mavi. Like um, Pongy, Pongy, Clowns. Wow, you just add like an E after everybody's name. You're, you yeah, that's some... what we do. That's what we do. Someone in Belgium with my accent. So Flamishy? <laughs> no, Greggy. Oh, Greggy. Greggy, got it. Uh, so Gearbox has been bought, man. Yeah, very surprising. To say at least, I didn't expect this at all. Especially because of 2K, right? I mean, they own Gearbox. So seeing that they got basically bought up to another to to another company, uh, like a group, the Embracer Group, um, it is entirely astonishing. I mean, I, I just hope they will keep making Borderlands like they did before. Um, just just keep making those. Stop, don't stop making Borderlands games. Borderlands is great. So that's all I wanted to say about that. Um, yeah, so Gearbox has been bought by the Embracer Group, which is the same Swedish company that owns THQ Nordic. And uh, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, so don't make fun of me, guys. Cox Media. Um, what? what did you say? <laughs> Koch Media, K-O-C-H. Koch Media. Yeah, I don't know how you say it in Belgiumese over there, but... <laughs> it's like your... Um... At least... Yeah, at least... Don't, don't say that again. Don't say it again. Okay. <laughs> Sounds bad. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. We'll just say K-Media. How about that? Um, so it makes Gearbox the company's seventh video game holding alongside other companies like DECA and Saber Interactive. It, the purchase plans... Include to expand Gearbox operations, add in more staff, more studios, new brands, and more properties to buy. And you know what? Gearbox boss Randy Pitchford will stay on as boss of the company uh, as of right now. And they have been responsible for other titles like Brothers in Arms. There's a Borderlands movie currently being made. Uh, Kevin Hart's going to be in that, by the way. And yeah, so I mean, the initial purchase price was $363 million, half in cash and half in Embracer shares, with a further $1 billion to be paid. $300, $360 million 
shares and the rest in cash if if gearbox are able to hit agreed financial and operational targets in the next six years so i guess right now i mean the total sounds like 1.3 whatever but they still have to meet operational targets in the next six years which a lot of uh, other places left out or did not make the bold print so it looks like 363 million up front and then the billion you know, when they hit the uh, agreed financial target. So it's interesting nonetheless, because Gearbox was powerful enough to, it seemed to hold its own Borderlands is a huge franchise. And it is one of the biggest titles for any, like uh, even at comic cons and game cons, people dress up as those characters. I could picture you as a angry uh, psycho Flemish from Borderlands. I could really picture you. you just get a hockey mask, paint it a little bit. Um, and just tear you tear your candy apart, you know. You don't agree with that assessment? I I don't need to to dress up as a Borderlands character to tear my candy apart. I just do it for fun. <laughs> oh, you're brutal. You are brutal. You have any thoughts on this? Well, like I said before, it's just surprising in the first place. Uh, but it is cool that the basically I hope this means that they can make better games and that the games will be um, like Borderlands Three was a great game, but like the other games like Alienio, uh, Aliens, Colonial, Colonial, Colonial Marines, and Duke Nukem Forever, those were a little bit like the meh titles. They need more budget, more. I, I just hope this makes some of that well. And Randy Pitchford, Pitchford staying at the helm on top of the thing with these magic shows that he does while uh, he does the, the live streams or the game announcements and stuff. Uh, those are always fun to watch. So yeah, just keep them going. <laughs> So you're you're appeased by the magic show. So as long as Randy's still there, you're happy because you like the magic. Well, yeah, that's part of it, I guess. Um, I mean, his decisions are not the 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 worst. I mean, look at Borderlands Three; it's a great game, and he oversaw the whole project. So he, he did he did a great job, I have to say. So I, I think they're happy with him if he stays on top. So. Yeah, I mean, despite his, uh, you know, all the, what the press alleged to his troubled leadership, I think that for I know. Borderlands, he does a great job. I mean, I don't know the guy personally. Um, I've interacted with him on Twitter, and he's always been nice to me on Twitter. But, you know, he, it doesn't mean you know the guy personally. So, yeah, I mean, uh, and with that said, 2K is still going to publish Borderlands, uh, even with that takeover. Yeah. That's crazy. Do, do does 2K uh, have the IP rights then? Good question. Is it... That's a very. We'll, we'll good have question. to look into it. We'll have to. Oh, maybe VJ can answer about that. He knows. So VJ, because you're in chat, welcome first of all. And second, do you know if Gearbox owns the rights to the Borderlands IP, or is that 2K itself? Just let us know in the comments. Uh, you're great at all that stuff. You know, you know a lot more about that. So let's jump to the third article, clowns, because there's something very weird happening on Twitch at the moment. Are oh, you, you want to bit... skip? You want to skip over the third article? Go to the fourth article. Well, I have no idea what order they are. I said, I said, I dragged okay. them. 
Yeah, you just so dragged the him. Yeah. yeah, just watch the third article. You hey, go. what's up, Psycho? Hey, VGA, thanks for coming by, man. Missing you, bro. Miss you. Um, so the cancel there's a canceled 360 Golden Eye in the wild that was for developed for the 360, and apparently somebody has rebuilt the game oh, yes. on the, on the internet, and they are playing it, and they are showing the differences between the N64 version and the 360 version. Now, what throws me off, kind of, is that it's, I mean, the graphics seem subpar for 360 version because they seem upgraded N64, which I found quite interesting. And the biggest prime why, why that game never saw the light of day is because of the fact that there was too many license rights holders that had to be involved to ever get that game through the production door. The fact that it was basically complete baffles me and it says, hey, did, did a company just decide to make this game and then pitch their idea and then realize that it was a terrible idea to pitch because everybody on the licenses wouldn't have agreed? I'm not sure. Uh, but it did have some multiplayer maps um, it re and it looked a lot like N64. Did you take a look yeah. at any of the video? So what, I, what I'm looking, right, I'm looking at this article as you speak, and I'm looking at the difference between the coloration and the detail of the characters, the models, um, and everything in the game. It looks completely oppressed uh, in nice quality graphics all of a sudden over the um, Nintendo 64 version. So, yeah, um, I, I just um, didn't... I I think it's very interesting. I think it's long overdue to have a remaster of that game. So it's finally great to see there's something out there in the wild that plays um, that has a Golden Eye uh, game basically remastered, right? Um, even if it's not entirely from uh, the development or people that made the game, or um, but it's cool. It's cool and and. Yeah, uh, uh, there's nothing more I can say about it. It's just a cool thing. It's something that uh, keeps me thinking about Diablo 2 when, they, when they're going to remaster that one. So uh, I'm still thinking about that. That happened uh, last week that we finally know it's in the works. So. Yeah, it'd be interesting. You know, it'd be really cool at this point if microsoft was able to get the license rights pushed through and be like hey we're just gonna add to game pass because it's out there and it's already done and maybe some people want to try it you know they want to feel that uh nostalgia for the n64 title but you know another you know so i don't much. see that happening no i don't see that happening with licensing problems clowns licensing problems yeah i mean you're probably you're probably right one can dream though one can dream, Flemish, like your French candy that you have in your candy bowl. But I have candy over here. It's in the side. Uh, well, all right, Flemish, we're going to move to your topic now, the one that you want to discuss. The Twitch topic. Yeah. The Twitch topic. So, Twitch is... Shh. Okay. Twitch is cracking down on small... YouTuber uh, streamers on uh, Twitch, the, they basically delete the channels um, from people that made the channel before they were 13 years old. And the problem with this is that it's not 
uh, equal all over the board are some streamers who got huge numbers um, and don't get banned and other people um, who do get banned for doing the same thing. So it's a little bit weird how they're going about it and not really straight what they uh, why they do that. Um, they, they say it has to do with the uh, TOS uh, agreements and stuff. But it, it, it just be like they're basically spitting fire here um, and going behind several uh, Twitch streamers, but not all of them. Um, and, and now they're asking questions. So it, it's a little bit of a waiting time to see how they respond um, and what's going to happen in the future. But yeah, it's a it's a really sad story of one guy that basically just applied for his um, Twitch um, affiliation, so he can start making some donations and stuff on Twitch, which is cool. And he got blocked instead. He got banned, and he he had to start over. He could make a new channel, but he had to start over because he was 13 when he made his account. Uh, before 13, it was a couple of months shy of it. So if you fight Average Harry over on Twitch and you want to support him for uh, having that happen to him, you can do that. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him follow just because of the article and what I read. I, I think it's not fair that um, not every stream is put over the same thing here or uh, that something has to happen about it, that they like everything before this date that we know now um, is not getting banned, but everything that from now on happens is banned, stuff like that. They, they should do something else. I don't think they did the right call here. It's not great for the community. It's not great for the people that watched everyone, um, all these streamers who are not banned and have to start over, which is a pain, by the way. Um, so yeah, what do you think, Clowns? Um, I think it's just a shame that they're doing this. Uh, to be honest with you, it, but they have to enforce the rules across the board for everybody. So I kind of understand it. Candy. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, that's your point. Uh, that was short and quick. Uh, okay. We'll uh, we'll go to the next one. Yeah. So the next one. Do Do you have like? Uh, tell me what next one is because I'm I I dragged them into a wrong order, so I'm not entirely sure. Um. Well, I just want to talk about the. This is not really some. This is not really debatable. To be honest with you, it's just quick news. But the new Amazon CEO says they're not giving up on Amazon Game Studios, even though it's been a struggle, pretty much. Um, and that's really it. So Jeff Bezos steps down. Uh, new CEO says, hey, Amazon Game Studios struggling. We're not giving up. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's basically it. Um, it's not much to say about it. We'll see what happens in the future. I mean, they have a, a few games that are in the making, um, so or, or cancelled. So we'll see. We'll just give them time. Uh, it's not easy in these times to make games even now. So um, we'll have to give them time and see what happens in the long run. I mean, 
I can imagine that it is very stressful um, at the moment, especially for new somewhat game company. Uh, Amazon is not yet proven as a gaming um, publisher, I would say, right? Um, so, so we'll see what uh, what happens in the future. Clowns don't fall asleep on me, buddy. Yeah. Come on. We have a show to do. Go. Snappy. Um, so, all right, all right. Next topic. Game stock, GameStop stock fiasco is being made into a movie and a limited TV series. So they're taking advantage of the situation. They saw all this GameStop stuff. And, uh, bam. They're making it into something Hollywood could talk about. It's very interesting how Redditors were able to, uh, what you call it? I mean, like, <laughs> pull one over on Wall Street, and then Wall Street decides to uh, get angry and block the trades, um, and now they're being made into a movie. What do you think about that? Movie, TV show, and there's another one in the works. I have no idea. First of all, um, IGN has a stupid thing that they put everything in Dutch for me. So um, because it's not translated in the best way, I cannot make it out. You gave me the article in English instead, and it's still a bit confusing to me. <laughs> like, okay, they're going to make a movie about how, um, let's see, what, what did it say here? Oh my God, it's a long article. Um, documentary and stuff uh, I, really i mean okay gamestop is interesting but that interesting to remake a full documentary about the events um with gamestop and and how they crashed and and picked up again i mean it, it's weird I, I don't see this taking off too much um but We'll see what happens. I just don't see the best of it. But that's my two cents, Klaus. That's my two cents. Um, yeah. And the last topic. Oh, Killer Scorpion Theater is straight to TV. I believe right now it's straight to, it's straight to TV as far as what I understand. It all depends, of course, on the COVID situation. I think more or less it's going to be like a documentary style movie. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the works about this. There's more than one studio that wants to do this. So we'll probably find out more in the future. But it's it, it will be interesting to see what some of these uh, kids made, what these guys made before Wall Street blocked the stocks. That'll be kind of cool to see. But... The last topic of the quick news show is that the PS5 sold at a loss and Sony is still posting profits. So, Flavish, you are in Europe and I think like this is a great topic for you because PlayStation is really popular over in Europe. Um, yes. So, can you is. talk about this a little bit? Well, so apparently, um, even with selling at a loss, right? Um, so apparently they sold like 4.5 million units by the end of December. And they actually sold that amount of PlayStations during the entire launch quarter, which is like two months more. 
um, like uh, like two months and a half more, I would say. So this is very uh, weird that they because they sell the, sell, sold it at a loss um, that they still got more profit, right? Uh, but then you have to add up, of course, um, the gaming division, who's up on 50% over the last year uh, with game sales, PlayStation Plus, digital downloads like DLC and microtransactions. And don't forget PlayStation Plus, they added 9 million more subscribers uh, over a year. So that's amazing, I have to say. Uh, they've done a really great job with that. Um, and, and yeah... It, it's still like uh, I I can see that um, that has some merit to it, um, but it's amazing that they still made a profit. I mean, it, it's great that a, a company that sells a product to customers that they are insured that it, it's not losing money, right? Uh, you want to make a profit, not lose profit. Also, don't forget that the game games are now more expensive. The PlayStation Plus, uh, PlayStation games are now ten dollars more, right? In Europe, it's like twenty-five euros or so. Uh, when you look at the difference in dollars versus euros and pounds, um, but yeah, here a game is eighty euros, so that's hella expensive. But hey, it, it's cool. Um, I'm I'm just I'm just happy they make profit. I mean, it's always good for that. So, we'll we'll see how that goes uh, in the in the future. But I hope it still grows, man. I just hope it grows. Yeah, I think it will. I think we're gonna see PlayStation continue um, to be pretty strong this generation. I don't think that's gonna stop anytime soon. I think that Xbox is gonna be strong you know, in services, and I think PlayStation is going to be strong in hardware sales and some attachment rates for the software titles. And I, I just think that, you know, everybody's kind of like going in a different direction. But with that said, I, I think that this generation, we're going to see Xbox up a little bit more. And we're going to see more gamers introduced into gaming as well. So that's going to help services out. And that's that is also going to help PlayStation out. There's more people introduced to PlayStation. Um, yeah, and then you know that's pretty much what I think on that. Uh, hey, what's up, Mama? Yeah. Um, the last thing I want to say, this is not really a topic, but it's something that we're doing. It's the community game nights. I do always want to bring more. Uh, awareness to the community game nights we're organizing with the community. Uh, that's Mr. Tushi. Um, we also got my panel member for my own show, um, who's also uh, doing that. It's called Animated Evil on Twitter. And then we got Noof Nukem and Cl and you, of course, Clowns. You're also uh, a host, right, for community game nights, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. for the U.S. Community Game Nights, uh, Noof did ask me to help out when I can. Uh, so I will do my best. But I know that Anime and Evil and Mr. Tushy are going to be doing the European UK Game Nights. And it's supposed to be alternating between... Is From what I know, it's supposed to be alternating between um, UK and U.S. like different weeks. Which is fine because, I mean, we all have fun together. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the parties get so big. You need like more than one party. Yeah, sixteen persons max in a party is a little bit too much. 
too too low, I think. I mean, it becomes a little bit cluttered after a while, but yeah, there could be more people in there. Come on, Xbox, work on it. No, but what I wanted to tell you guys, so if you fancy a community game like this week, we're playing Friday, we're playing uh, Formula One 2019, the full race with qualifiers, rules, etc. And then Saturday, we're playing Titanfall 2 and Burnout Paradise Remastered. Those are all on Game Pass slash EA uh, Play, I think. Um, so you can play those for free, absolutely free if you have Ultimate. Um, if you don't have Ultimate, that's a little bit of tough luck, of course. Um, so, yeah, uh, I would say uh, they, they're starting right now. It's 10 p.m. my time, which is 9 p.m. UK time, uh, which is 4 p.m. EST. So uh, the, that's the times where we do the community game nights. And apparently we're doing Fridays now as well. So Friday and Saturday are community game nights these days, which is awesome. So join those. Go to uh, Twitter go, uh, or, or um, add us on uh, on. Uh, on a, what is it, Xbox, and uh, we'll get you in. So, um, yeah, don't you worry. Yeah, I mean, you'll see the post from Mr. Tushy. Follow him, follow Enemy to Evil. Uh, Flamish will retweet it, too, so follow Flamish, uh, Noof Nukem, um, and also Mav does some on Friday nights with uh, Halo, and he takes um, votes sometimes in different games, so Xbox Ultimate Podcast as well. And, you know, everybody who came out, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And I hope that everyone has an awesome day. And until, you know, some quick news pops up, uh, we'll be back again. Uh, we'll flamish, unwrap some candies and throws them on the floor. And the last thing, guys, I got my PlayStation 5 now. I'm part of every single console available on the market right now. Uh, I can play everything now. So, um I'm so glad I have everything again. I'm so happy. So yeah, guys, I'm gonna go play some stuff, and I'll see you all next week. Uh, don't forget Sunday, uh, 2 p.m. EST um, or 7 p.m. UK time. The Flemish Experience uh, this Sunday. It's gonna be awesome. We have an awesome new guest on the show. Uh, don't forget we have Cerebral Paul. Uh, on the show together with Animated Evil and myself. Maybe Clowns, if he wants to join. We'll see. Uh, and yeah, for the rest, I'll be here on the channel, of course, like always. So you can follow me over here or over there and on uh, a Twitter uh, in the name below. Uh, clowns just pronounced it in the beginning of the show. So, uh, Clowns, up to you. Gregory Goyvertz. <laughs> yep, and you can all find me at Italian Clowns and 4GWQ Podcast on twitter so um see y'all guys later and until next time just keep on having fun playing games yeah bye guys